Yo, 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 what's good? Brodies and Bays, this is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Redraft! I wish we had Avo here for some horns, man. That should be fire every time I say that. Hey, this is where you come for your latest NFL needs and chop it up about... This is where you come for your fantasy football needs and chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-bro. Dynasty Bro Vic, what's up? Hey, man, look. This is different. I know y'all used to seeing Cap Gang around here, but today... We showing the ball heads, man. So I hope you guys can appreciate that. So we about to get straight into it because we're talking about my favorite position in fantasy. Love it to death. We're doing the top 12 wide receivers, man. So that's what we're going to get to. And last week, I guess we'll have four aligned alike. He guessed three. My bro Vic was right. So I'm going to put him on the spot this time. I'm not even guessing. How many think you we're going to have right this time together? I'm going to give us three again. Um, well, actually, four. Let's do four because the top two are kind of obvious. So let's play the field. Are with the two top more. two obvious? For the most part. For the most part. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, remember this. If we don't got the same top two, Vic called it and he was wrong. So, all right. So, look, what we're about to do is we done already did the running backs. We're about to get into these receivers, man. So, we're going to, same way how we did it last, last week, we're going to go from top, we're going from bottom to top, 12 to 1. And you go first this time. I went first last week, man. So I'm excited to see who Vic got. Let's see what we can get going right off the bat. So my guy, give me your number 12 receiver. All right, let's get into it, man. So my number 12, we're going to go down to Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Uh, So uh, Mr. A.J. Brown. So this is a guy, you know, coming off a rookie season, had a hell of a year, man. He actually had a thousand yard season while only having 52 catches. So, you know, I'm definitely expecting him to... Get more volume going as far as with catches and targets, but for you to have a thousand yards on fifty-two catches and to score eight touchdowns, top twelve wide receiver. I mean, I don't see nobody else competing with him right now at the moment for that top spot in Tennessee. Um, of course, they're going to throw the ball to Janu, but you know this Corey Davis thing. You know, if if, hey, if if Corey Davis was a thing, they wouldn't have to draft AJ Brown. That's how I look at it. So I'm expecting AJ Brown to dominate that wide receiver core in Tennessee. So he's my he's my number twelve for redraft. How dare you disrespect Corey Davis, bro? In fantasy, bro. So, <laughs> Nah, actually, my number 12 receiver is A.J. Brown, bro. Look, how many guys you know that come out and just dominate, man? Look like a grown man already coming out. Nobody really expects that for um, receivers. And, yeah, he's in a run-heavy offense. But when you have the pass efficiency of Ryan Tannehill – turned into being his favorite guy in A.J. Brown, man. He just has the tendency to make these cornerbacks look like they can't do anything with him. So I'm excited about some A.J. Brown, man. And uh, going into his second year, man, I expect some big things from him. So like he said, the Corey Davis thing is a die down. But the John Lewis is some hype. But, you know, I think Tannehill can, can support one and have, you know, receivers catching options. So, yeah, man, I'm excited to see what A.J. Brown does this year, man. All right, so we need three more, right? At least to connect on. Uh, I, well, did you pick three or four? I said four. You said four. Yeah, it sound like a stretch at this point, ah, but yeah, we're gonna stick right. with it, man. We're gonna ride it out. All right, uh, my number eleven. Let's go down to Jacksonville. So I'm keeping in the AFC South. So Mr. Uh, DJ Chark, uh, he's going to his third year. This third year, is that right? Yeah, going to his third year. So he had a thousand yard season last year, and he did that while playing with multiple quarterbacks. So you know, Kurtz early on, we thought Foles was the guy. Um, and then he got benched for Minshew. Then Minshew, well, actually Foles got hurt. And then Minshew uh, stepped in, and then Minshew ended up getting benched for Foles, and then they ended up going back to Minshew again. Um, but for you to still maintain a 1,000-yard you know, season 
at the wide receiver position while going through the quarterback. Let's call it a dilemma. Um, you know, I'm expecting big things from Shark. You know, they're talking about moving around in the slot, um, outside. Where I know what he can do with the deep ball, so he's definitely a red zone threat too, man. But uh, yeah, so I got DJ Shark, man, cracking the top twelve. Man, I love DJ Shark. I feel like we've been talking Shark for a while too, anyway. Yeah, but uh. Not gonna lie, I tell you this in advance. Chark didn't make my top twelve. He didn't, and I think he's a stud, though. Think he's a stud. Um, let's go to my number eleven guy, a young guy, also, Mister DJ Moore. Okay. All right. So look, wide receiver for Carolina. I'm not gonna lie, I'm expecting their defense to be trash this year. And the one thing I will say is, I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be able to support somebody because, hey, when Drew Brees went down last year. Michael Thomas barely skipped a beat. So we can see Teddy locking in on a guy that's very talented. Don't hear me say DJ Moore is Michael Thomas. Hear me say that Teddy Bridgewater can lock in on a number one guy. And I think that will be DJ Moore, man. He ended up with uh, 87 receptions last year. So uh, I think that's fire. 135 targets. Don't know if he's really going to see that kind of volume. But, uh, you know, even if his efficiency goes up, some touchdown goes up, man, I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's the number one in that offense. And I think they are going to throw even more passes this year. So give me some DJ Moore, man. His value is crazy right now. Third, fourth round. Give me some DJ Moore. All right. DJ didn't even make my list, man. But uh, I'm going to tell you who did. So let's look at my number 10. Kenny Galladay, Detroit Lions. Um, so he's he's a big play wide receiver. Um, so he averaged 18 yards a catch. Um, he had 11 touchdowns last year, and he had 116 targets. So with Matt Stafford returning, you know, that's a high-powered offense that wants to throw the ball. You know, I'm expecting Kenny to maintain, you know, some top 10 relevance. Um, he did it last year. I think last year he was number nine uh, wide receiver PPR. But this year, you know, you also got to count for Marvin Jones, and also you got uh, DeAndre Swift stepping in there, young rookie. They're going to throw pass to him. And you got TJ Hawkinson, so – I'm just giving that, you know, I did have to bump Kenny down a little bit, but he's still a high-powered guy and a high-powered offense. So that's my number 10. I love me some Kenny Galladay, man. I feel like I was preaching him super heavy. And, you know, it's a guy that's easily not paid attention to because, like you say, he doesn't catch a lot of passes and doesn't have a very big name. But that's my guy, Kenny Galladay, and I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about him earlier. Well, later. Or later. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it, baby. Yeah. We're going to talk about a guy that I know is not in your 12, and I think you're off at this point, man. Correct me if I'm wrong when I say this name. Mr. Amari Cooper. <laughs> Vic does not like injury-prone people, man. He will he will move his needle, and I completely get it. And this is a guy who's very pulverizing, man. He, when he's on the field, he's a dog. He's a beast. And I know coming two years ago when he finally got traded, everybody was so excited about the end of his year. Look, the guy still took off. 79 catches last year, almost 1,200 yards. Still banged up. That's always the issue with Amari Cooper, man. So I don't really know what to tell you as far as playing 17 games. Probably won't happen. But imagine if he does, man. He's always, I think he was up until nine games last year, he was the wide receiver, like six, bro. What can you ask for, man? And I think that his uh, his injury risk is stocked into his price when you got to pay for him in drafts. He's just a guy that has the potential to be a top five receiver off talent in a great offense. Yeah, they drafted CD, but they lost Cobb. They lost Witten. They lost target. So it isn't like they have to find something to give to Lamb. So 
I'm excited about Amari Cooper. I'm always excited about Amari Cooper. I'm not afraid of injury-prone people, man. I always say you're injury-prone until you're not. So give me some Amari Cooper, a guy that can actually be a top-five guy. We're just waiting on the injury thing to fall away. It could happen. Give me Mr. Cooper. Yeah, they're talking about Dallas could even have three wide receivers finish with 1,000 yards, man. What do you think? Think they can pull that off? That means they're going to have to pay Dak if they do, bro. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's get into my number nine. So we're going to go down to L.A. Uh, which L.A.? L.A. Rams, because there's two L.A. teams. So uh, I got which Robert LA? Woods. Well, actually, which wide receiver, too? Because they got two uh, wide receivers that people you know argue for who should be top 10, top five, all that good stuff. But Robert Woods, man, he's my number nine. Um, he's in the top five offense um, with the Rams. That's with yards and pass attempts that are definitely throwing the ball. Um, he has back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, so you know, he gets it done. Um, he's heavily involved in the passing game. He gets a lot of targets. Now, he's not really a touchdown machine, um, but he makes up for it in the, in the volume with the targets. So um, just based off that alone, man, and he doesn't leave the field when compared to Cooper Cup, um, he, and that's just all because it's run blocking too. So hey, if, you, if you can run block, that's going to keep you on the field. But Robert Woods is a guy that's playing like 90-plus percent of the snaps. So he stays on the field. Um and I'm looking at these uh, stats. So he had 130 targets last season. That's that's pretty huge, man. Yeah, golf and that offense is always going to throw the ball. So he's going to keep getting targets. Look, if you don't pay attention to our Dynasty show, it's usually right after this one. I tune you to check it out. We stream everywhere. If he gets a chance to throw a shot at Cooper Cup, he will, man. I think he does it just when I'm in the room, bro. So, Yeah. I will tell you this, though. Cooper Cup didn't make my top 12, and Woods is actually my number nine guy, too, man. A guy that's going to stay in the offense is going to throw the ball. Their coach is an offensive genius. Imagine if Woods could flirt with double-digit touchdowns. He's probably only going to flirt with four. That's why he's always a back-end number one receiver. Yeah. But uh, if if he walked into eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns in a year, you're probably looking at a top-five receiver with the targets he's always going to demand in that offense. He's reliable. He's always going to catch. And he stays healthy. That's why I have him instead of Cooper Cup in my top 12. Yeah. He's also involved in the run game, too. He gets some carries. Um, so, they're getting some carries down there in the red zone, too. So, yeah. I agree with that. All right. So, we hit on two. So, we need two more. So, my number eight, let's go to Minnesota, Adam Thielen. Um, they got rid of Stephon Diggs. So, of course, he's the clear cut, you know, number one wide receiver with Diggs there is a 1A, 1B type situation. But I still think Thielen edged him out. Um, they're just giving the play style. I mean, he, he's a guy that goes downfield and make the big catch downfield. And they also like him in the red zone, too. So between him and Kyle Rudolph, I'm in the red zone. And I know they added Justin Jefferson, but Thielen's the guy right now. Um, only question mark is, can he stay healthy? So I know he has some ankle issues and some back issues. But, um, you know, if they're comfortable enough to ship out Stefan Diggs and they're putting their faith in a young rookie, given this pandemic, you know, there's definitely a learning curve there, I'm expecting. But I'm still hearing, you know, Justin's making a lot of great catches out there in camp, but it's still Thielen's wide receiver core for right now. So he's my number eight wide receiver, man. All right. Dynasty Brovic, can I ask you a question? Yep. What would you say if I told you there was a guy that was drafted six years ago, had 1,000-plus yards for six straight seasons, going into a season where his counterpart kind of out overshadowed him last year? I admit that. But he's in a better offense, probably more efficient offense, probably going to score more, and he's had 12 touchdowns two different times already. Would you say you like that receiver? Yeah, I would. 
Let's talk about Mr. Mike Evans real quick, oh, man. I, I was thinking about somebody else. Nah, okay. let's talk about Mr. Mike Evans, man. Look, I know we're excited about the Chris Godwin thing. It's perfectly fine. They can actually have two great receivers, and I think it's very possible. And I didn't think they bring Tom Brady in their system to run the ball and to be a game manager. No fucking way. He probably has his best receiving core he's ever had. Give me some Mike Evans, too. I, I don't care, man. Godwin is great, but Mike Evans is great and has stayed great. Uh, he's going to smash for another 1,000 yards this year. Playing with Tom Brady, who's more efficient, he might smash for those 12 touchdowns again. I don't know, man. I've, I've always been high on Mike. I, I own him in a ton of my dynasty leagues because I committed to getting him back then. So in redraft, I always commit to try to get him, man. He's always a good value because you can flirt with him in the second and third round. Imagine starting with a, you know, Saquon and then getting Mike Evans as your number one. I would be perfectly happy with that. You're starting with two number ones in their position. So give me Mr. Mike Evans. I know a lot of people are fading him because of the Chris, the Chris Godwin thing, but Mike Evans is still a stud in his own right, bro. All right. That was your number eight. Mike didn't make my list. So I, I just got to put it out there, man. <laughs> But uh, my number seven, let's go to Pittsburgh. So I got Juju. Um, I know he had a down year with the injuries and also with the terrible quarterback play once Big Ben went down. So he had to play with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. So, yeah, given all that good stuff, man. So uh, we got Big Ben coming back. So I'm expecting Juju to return to his regular fashion that we're used to. Um, so the previous year he finished as a number eight wide receiver PPR the year before. Um, so I'm expecting him to bounce back. Now, of course, he had that number eight PPR season with Antonio Brown there. So we're expecting breakouts from Deontay Johnson, you know, expecting um, James Washington to step up. And then they drafted a rookie in Chase Claypool. And then they also got Eric Ebron to help open up the pass game. And when Connor's healthy, he definitely uh, opened up the pass game as well uh, with the backfield. So a lot of a lot of nice pieces around Juju to help him return to that top 10 spot. Um, so he's my number seven and he's a game breaker, man. He's a guy that can catch a pass, catch a screen. Next thing you know, he's going 80 yards down the sideline. So um, the big playability is there. He's a big physical guy. So that's my number seven. Hey, <laughs> I rock with it only because this nigga in 2018 had 1,400 yards, yeah. bro. 1,400 yards. First two years in the season, both had seven, had seven touchdowns both years. That's my next guy too, man. Here's my thing. A lot of people are fading him. Same reason you said. One bad year. But the two years with Big Ben, un-fucking-believable, man. And I'm playing my flag on Juju just because how late you can get him. So uh, give me the guy that can flirt with wide receiver six, which he done already did that in 2018. Give me him in the third, fourth round sometimes. Smash the button on him too, man. And um, I know this is not a running back episode, but I'm getting off Juju early just so I can say this. The reason I say draft your running backs early and redraft is because look at the receivers that you can get in the third or fourth round. You're not going to get this kind of value with running backs. So make sure you pay attention to the value that we're speaking on some of these guys like Juju, DJ Moore, Thielen. These are third, fourth rounders, Woods, fourth, fifth round guys. Pay attention to them. So, yeah. How many is that now? I think three, man, because we hit on Brown, Galladay, and now Juju, right? Nah, I think we. Or was it? Nah, yeah, you don't have chart. I didn't oh, Woods, my bad, Woods. Woods was it. It wasn't Galladay. So Brown, I didn't talk Galladay yet. Brown, Woods, and Juju. All right, so we need one more. All right, this is my number six. Now, these are guys, you know, six and on moving forward. These are guys who I trust as my wide receiver one. These other guys that I mentioned, if you can land them as your wide receiver two 
wide receiver three or flex plays, your team is in great shape. So let's go to Chicago, Mr. Allen Robinson. This is a guy where if I went heavy running back early and if I'm in the third round, Allen Robinson should be there. So you definitely want to grab him. So last year he was the number eight wide receiver in PPR. He had 154 targets. This is even while the Bears threw 100-plus targets to Tariq Cohen. Um, so, of course, you know, they're expecting Anthony Miller to, Anthony Miller to take a leap. Um, but going back to um, Allen Robinson, 98 catches, seven touchdowns. Again, the volume's there. So if he caught 98 passes on 154 targets, and then there's this QB controversy between Foles and Trubisky, one of them got to be a little bit more accurate. So I'm expecting Allen Robinson to secure more catches, break the 100, 100 catch mark. So, um, yeah, man, he's my top six, man. So he's, he's fire. He's, he's solid. He's consistent. They're always getting him involved. He stays involved early and often. That, that's, that's just the thing with the Bears, man. They get him going early. So, Allen Robinson, number six. My number six guy is a guy you already spoke about. F- flirted with 1,200 yards, double-digit touchdowns with horrible quarterback pay last year. Now getting Matthew Stafford back, man. Give me Kenny Galladay. Like I said, I've been a Kenny Galladay guy for a couple years now. Just seeing the talent. Just seeing he looks like a big Grown physical guy out there, 6'4, 217, quick, goes up, gets the ball. And I've been speaking this in a lot of our dynasty stuff that I really like Detroit's offense going forward, as long as everybody's healthy, man. And I think he'll he can stumble into them double-digit touchdowns again. And he's flirting with 60, low 70 catches, and he can go up, man. This is a passing kind of offense, man. So I really see the volume going up a little bit. And if he can get more efficient with those catches, flirt with 80, 90 catches on those 115, 20 targets that he's been averaging, man, sky's the limit for Kenny Galladay, man. So smash button on Kenny. I would love to have him as my wide receiver. One, wouldn't even trip. You can get him easy as your wide receiver, too, a lot of the time. So um, give me some Kenny Galladay, man. I'm all over that shit. All right, my number five. Chris Godwin, um, so Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver. He's coming off a crazy season last year, so he finished as a number two wide receiver PPR. He did it while missing two games. Well, actually, three games. Um, so he played in 14 games last season. So for him to miss, um, actually three games, only played 16. But uh, for him to have a 1,000-yard season, miss two games, and finish as number two wide receiver PPR, that's fire. And, of course, uh, definitely seven to a better quarterback situation with Tom Brady. Um, so, of course, he's a Hall of Famer GOAT. Um, he he works the slot, plays in the red zone, turns up in the red zone, gets a lot of looks. Um, so, yeah, give, give me Godwin. I'm expecting Brady to make the smart reads. He's not going to be forcing the ball downfield to Evans like what Jameis was doing. So, we're going to see a lot of Chris Godwin this year. So, that's my number five. Hey, piggyback off everything you said. I, I made the bet that he would uh, outplay Mike Evans this year, and he did. I love some Chris Godwin, man, especially in PPR. He's going to be a dog. He plays in the slot, and Tom Brady is going to smash that slot position this year. So, shout out to some Chris Godwin. Um, I'm not going to go on a Chris Godwin rant since you already got to speak on him. So. Is that your number five as well? That's my number five. Oh, uh, man, we hit on four. Okay. That's so five. Like, look like we we better than that four because I'm pretty sure our number one at least is the same. All right, well, should we – up it to six or leave it at five or what? What you want to do? Let's try to up it to six, man, to see how see how close of a bond we are as bros, man. All right, man. So uh, my number four, Tyreek Hill, man. I mean, we just saw Mahomes get paid, so you're not paying him half a billion dollars to hand the ball off. I mean, he is going to do that, but you're paying him to throw the ball to Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Um, so we know Tyreek Hill can get it done. 
I know he was banged up last year, but the year before he finished as the wide receiver three in PPR and the previous year on his sophomore season as number nine. So, you know, he's he's a, he's a top 10 wide receiver. He's shown it. And a lot of people don't realize this. Yeah, he stretches the field with as a burner, but he has a great jump ball ability too, man. He yeah. goes up and jumps and grabs it and he's, what, 5'10", but he's up there jumping, playing basketball, snagging out the air. He'll dunk on your dumb ass. Probably. But uh, he's not afraid to uh, catch it in traffic either. So he, he's a tough wide receiver. He plays – he's small, but he plays big. So, man, I'm, I'm expecting Tyreek to bounce back, um, you know, come off the injuries. And, again, Mahomes paid, so they're going to throw the ball. I think he's actually being looked at in a bad light because he started off so slow being banged up. But once he came back, he went right back into his normal shit, bro. He was dogging. Nobody can keep up with, with uh, Tyreek Hill. He's yeah. just – his his route running is actually pretty good. So just I don't know, man. Shout out to Tyreek Hill. That's my number four too. So we just going up right now. We, yeah. We got five. Five on the same board right now. He's the fastest guy on Madden too. 99 speed, 99 acceleration. He it's deserved crazy. to be too. He deserves it. So this is where I think we might differ. Because I think you said your number two is easy, but for some reason I think your number two is not my number two. Well, we on number three right now. That's my I know, I'm just saying. So this is where we would start differing, because I'm pretty sure two and three. Are the ones where it would be different. All right. Well, let's let's find out. So my number three, this is a elite tier right here. These next three guys for me, they're elite. They're in their own tier. Um, these are guys, you know, if you land them as your number one, hell, they can carry the load, like, even as a quarterback. I mean, they, they'll outplay quarterbacks. So Julio Jones, man, hey, last year, number three wide receiver in PPR, previous year before that, number four, number seven, number six, number two, number six. You guys Always see top it. ten. Always top 10. Even, you know, of course, he misses some games here and there, but you just got to live with it, man. You got to take the good with the bad. But, you know, a lot of people are fading Julio just because he's getting older, but he's 31, still dominant, man. So he gets the job done. You know, Matt Ryan is expected to have a great season, a a top five season. It's an even year. Usually Matt Ryan, if you look at numbers. Even years, he balls out. He balls out, man. So it's an even year, man. So you definitely want to get in on a Julio train. Man, I mean, you guys already know what Julio does. I mean, hell, he even makes tackles too. So, bro, people six three two twenty ain't supposed to move like that, bro. Yeah. So he's a dog. Yeah, he's my number three too, man. I, that's you've been getting Julio in so many leagues lately. I just figured that he just might be a number two off GP. So I, I, I was just making sure. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Especially in dynasty, people are fading him. But like, look, look what Fitzgerald's doing. So I like Julio way more than Fitz. So Julio's thirty one. If I can get another three to four years or even five with Julio doing what he does now, I'm good with that. I rock with that. So, clearly, he's my number three, too. So, you know, it'd be like that. So, since we got – you've been leading yeah, off. Yeah, I'm going to let you take guys. these guys, you go? Yeah, go ahead, bro. All right, so look. This is what I want to do. I want to talk a guy that had 83 catches on 127 targets, five touchdowns, which usually flirts with double digits. I just want to let you know that. In 12 games, bro. So this is our number two, right? This is our number two. Let's talk about the number one receiver in Green Bay for Mr. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Bruh, I know he got banged up, ended up missing four games, really, and then had to come back, playing hobbled a little bit, and it's just, I don't know, it never seemed right at the very beginning when he came back. But to end with that number on 12 games played, bro, he's always going to flirt with. Here's my thing. I know Michael Thomas is going to get peppered with targets. 
But if you ask me who I who if I had to put my money down on who I thought would lead the league in targets if they played the full season, it's Devontae Adams, man. Look, uh, what's the receiver? Funches opted out. He went to go be their number two. We know what Adam Lazard is. We know what Marquez Valdez Scantlin is going to be. St. Brown. Yeah, they had their chance to be the guys last year. Whatever. It's nothing but the Devontae Adams show again, man. And Rodgers is going to force it to him, force it to him. They struggled in the red zone last year because Devontae was banged up. He's his favorite target in the red zone. He will force him the ball, man. And I'm excited to see what this 170 targets hit for this year. Because I'm putting my number on that. So that's our number two guy, bro. Yeah, that's my number two as well. And like you said, the red zone thing, man, they didn't even run the ball, especially when uh, Devontae was hurt. Like, that offense is just completely different and lost. And I'm surprised they didn't even draft a wide receiver. So based on that, it's it's, it's definitely Devontae Adams season all over again. So hopefully he can stay healthy. But he's my number two. He's elite. Aaron Rodgers, you know, favorite target, only target. So, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. And number one. No-brainer. Michael Thomas, he's elite. King guard Mike, New Orleans Saints. Um, you know, we're expecting him to finish as number one wide receiver again. Easy. Even with Alvin Kamara being there, even with, you know, uh, Jared Cook, even with Emmanuel Sanders, all these other guys, hey, they, they paid him all this money last summer, so they're going to get their money's worth out of him. So he's going to continue the ball out, hold down that number one spot. What else to say about Michael Thomas? Drew Brees. He's a stud with Breeze. He was a stud with Teddy, like I spoke about earlier. He's the guy, and he'll catch everything. You throw him 140 balls, he'll catch 147 of them. Yeah, and he had 185 targets last year, and in previous two seasons, 140 plus. So he's clearly going over the 140 plus mark. So, and he had nine touchdowns last season and the year before. So he's just involved, bro. All right, man. We got a couple minutes, man. Give me an honorable mention. And then also give me a rookie wide receiver that you're expecting, you know, to do some big things this year. Man, my honorable mention is going to be Adam Thielen because I think their defense is trash this year. I think Cousins is actually going to have to throw the ball a little bit more. They're not going to just be to run it down nobody's throat. And my rookie wide receiver, man, give me some Jalen Rieger with uh, who knows what Deshaun is doing and, you know, Alshon starting on a pup, you know, they're moving him everywhere. I think he's going to be great. All right, my honorable mention is Amari Cooper. Um, so, yeah, he's been a top 12, top 10 wide receiver the past couple of seasons. So, um, you know, I'm definitely going to give that man his respect. True. Um, but just given they brought in, you know, C.D. Lamb and also Gallup supposed to take another leap. He had a, actually had a 1,000-yard season last year, right? Gallup, Gallup ball last year. Yeah, and then also they're expecting Blake Jarwin to break out. So, of course, Zeke, yeah. he gets his targets too out of the backfield. So, um, yeah, just given all that, I'm just expecting Amari to take a little bit of a step back, but he's still solid. And then my rookie wide receiver, Jalen Rigger, as well. I'm with Philadelphia, so, you know, of course, uh, they got Ertz and Goddard, and it's just a perfect situation, man. Like, they're a top 10 offense in terms of passing with the attempts, so the volume's going to be there, and all these, you know, supporting casts are going to open up Rigger, so. True that. All right, give me give me your list from uh, bottom to top again. All right, A.J. Brown, Chark, Galladay, Woods, Thielen, Juju, Allen Robertson, Godwin, number four is Hill, three Julio, Adams, Michael Thomas. All right, and I got A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Cooper, Robert Woods, Mike Evans, Juju, Galladay, Godwin, Tyreek, Julio, Adams, and M.T. All right, we said we was going to connect on four. We upped it to six, so we connected on Brown. We connected on Woods. We connected on, was it Robinson? Oh, good one. Good one. Godwin. Godwin. I said Godwin. 
All right, Hill. Did we connect on Hill? Yeah, we con- we connected on the last five. Five. Oh, so we hit seven. So that's how we play spades. Yeah, we hit seven, bro. I think we hit eight. One, two, three, four. We hit AJ Woods and Juju. Six. Now we got seven. I'm pretty sure it's eight. AJ Woods and Juju was three, and then the last five. Okay. Well, shit. Eight. Hey, run them spades, man. That's how we do it. Hey, before we get out of here, where can they follow you at, Dot? Hey, follow up me at Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram and Twitter. And Dynasty Bros FF is the main page on Instagram. What about you, sir? Dynasty Bro Vic at Chief Sosa FF. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe and join the Facebook page. Yeah, man. Just subscribe. Leave us some reviews. All that good stuff. This is the Redraft Show. Shout out to Black and White Sports Network. This is an exclusive Redraft Show. And we got a contest running, so make sure you check the pages and get that Lamar Jackson jersey. Yeah, Dynasty QB1. Hey. It's Dynasty QB1. Yeah, mine. But <laughs> speaking of that, we're going to get to these QBs next week. So top 12, Redraft. So yeah, until next time, y'all be easy. We out. Deuces.